if you think match day one was crazy then obviously you did not know what match day two had in store we have seen a hat-trick from a defender a former defender playing as a striker um emilio unsue um we have seen um could you score a brace for ghana unfortunately ghana could not win that match and mamush having a goal two shots on target two key passes and um 14 draws one for a winger and baghdad bonneja scoring a brace for algeria at the same time i've seen woeful performances with marius zero shots for algeria salah unfortunately getting injured and out for the next two games and yes afghan fantasy has been quite interesting in the last three to four days in match day two and we'll be wrapping up soon in match day match day two be wrapping up soon t- today that's sunday in a few hours time so i'm just here to give you guys an update on what to expect who to bring in possible wildcard options along with reviews slash highlights of the major games played during um match day two and options to bring in probable options to bring in for match day three stay tuned we'll be right back for more welcome back welcome back thanks for staying tuned um before i start this episode properly i would like to give a huge gratitude to um my recent future with the ff scout team um if you guys were not aware for those that tuned in um you would know by now i got um a feature i was among one of the deadline dilemmas you know guests that featured for ff scout and basically i just spoke on afghan fantasy and more of afcon how you affect fpl and i was glad to be hosted with um, um pras and um rich that is fpl flapjack and i really thank you guys for inviting me to show um i'm really honored and also thank my afcon fantasy managers who tuned in as well big big thank you to you guys you guys are the best um welcome back for another episode this is the fpl man speaking my name is wally as the time of recording is actually sunday as early as 12:23 a.m here in nigeria 21st of january 2024 i have a service to attend as at probably 8:39. 39 uh, but why will i forget to record my podcast tomorrow is the deadline for march 3 so i have to do this ahead of time and tell you guys what to expect um injury updates possible wildcard options and so on and so forth but before we get into that let's look at what happened in march day 2 so far Looking at match two results from group A to E, we have played we have seen about nine games being played in the many 12 games in um in this group in this match day two. So let's start from group A. So group A Nigeria surprised the world by getting a one new win against host nation Cote d'Ivoire um with Trust Econ scoring a penalty to give the Super Eagles a chance of qualification to the next round. Equatorial Guinea surprised all. Lord Emilio Unsue, that is his name now, scored a hat-trick. Um, other players who were involved were Pablo Gennett and some other players from Guinea-Bissau who made the game end in the fall to Equatorial Guinea are currently on four points with Nigeria and on top of the table. Um, looking to Group B, Egypt had to fight back with a, against Ghana, getting a two-all draw. Uh, Mamush and Mohammed Mustafa Mohammed were on the score sheet. Kudus getting a brace for Ghana, even though their defense did not do a good job in protecting their lead. 
Um, Cape Verde are currently Group B winners after getting a 3-0 win against Mozambique and uh, safe and home drive for the next round as they play Egypt next week. And we have Senegal, those two topping Group C with a 3-1 win against Cameroon. Guinea getting a one-year win against Gambia. Algeria seen out a 2 all draw against Burkina Faso. A late equalizer from Bonnejar from a set-piece. Actually scored two from set-pieces. Was able to give Algeria a point to survive in Group D. Um, Angola surprised everyone as even though they got a crucial draw against Algeria, they managed to get a 3-2 win against Mauritania today. Gelsin Dalla was the man of the star of the game. There was getting a brace for his fantasy managers. Well done, Gelsin. Well done to those that have him as well. And he finished a few hours ago with Tunisia and Mali getting a one or draw. Um, Kamori Dombia got involved again with an assist. Some claim it's an own goal. It was given as a goal. Sinayoko struck it into the far corner and it went in the goal. Tunisia also equalized at the prime and it ended 1-1. As it stands, who are the teams that have qualified? Who are the teams that are sort of qualified? But, you know, um, no matter what, they will not go out of the the group. So we have Nigeria in Group A. We have Nigeria and Victoria Guinea who are in the qualification. Either or both on four points, so def- they will definitely make it to the next round, either as second or third or first position, depending on where they finish. Um, Cape Verde also are qualified because getting to win zero, um, in their group. Um, Senegal are qualified as well. Um, Angola and um, Burkina Faso are in, in a similar situation. Nigeria and Victoria Guinea for four points. They are also qualified but they will need to see who finishes first second and third by grassy three and mali as well on four points are pretty much qualified at this point so other chances are there for algeria cameroon and some other teams ghana egypt to fight for their spots in the round of 16 however that's what we'll be focusing on um looking at match three coming forward what are the players we should try and get for our teams and those are players i'm talking on if you noticed my current design for this um, episode is Mamouche and um, Diaro Congo's left winger um, Wisa. So those are the players I'll be kind of trying to focus on. Um, yes. But before I go into that, let's talk about punt of last week. I mentioned I would not mind getting a punt on Ryan Mendes last week and he actually turned out to be a star of the game of last match. But player of the match performance, 10 points, um, 5 or 6 dwells won. Uh, against Mozambique, uh, a goal, a clean sheet point. Ramirez was the star of the game. Let's see who is going to be our punts for this week. So, if I'm going to punt on a player this week and you know gravitate to having plenty points, get a sort of advantage against the crowd, it will be this Egyptian man. Um, his name is Mamush. Under the radar, nine million prized, one goal, two shots on target, three key passes, and 14 duels won. Ferris winger. Was a major influence in the game draw against Ghana, finishing with 12, 10 points. As at the time of recording, I'm not sure, but I think he's still on 4% ownership. And he, with the absence of Salah, right? Um, we know, because on 5% ownership as it stands, you know, we know Mamush is definitely going to start. Either on, probably on the left, Tracy could move on the, to the right wing with Salah absent and uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Mohammed up front. So Mamush is where I tip to be the. T- um, differential of the week or points of the week that's player I'm looking forward to having in my match the three squad um other players are obvious picks like Kudus 
who will be top replacements for Salah being injured. And um, some other midfielders that you could punt on could be Wisa. I think I have a list of options I tweeted on earlier in the week or some days ago on players who I might target. And here is a list of the players. It's my Lassa. One goal, one assist for Senegal in the last game. Currently has two assists in competition so far. Um, I'm not sure they would too, they will rotate a lot Senegal even though they're qualified. Probably money will get rotated. So if Sa is going to start in the main lineup, um, he's going to be a very good option for next week. Um, Riyad Mahrez. So touching the news of Mahrez, I don't want this to be a sort of Algerian podcast, but there's been a lot of heat. And critics are all over Marez recently in the media space. And Marez quickly just posted a tweet with him, with, his, with an emoji saying that he's blocking his ears, like he doesn't care anymore. Like, let the noise keep, let the media keep making noise, let the fans keep blotting that he's not been good enough. But he is completely sparking himself to score on the next game against Mauritania. So I think I understand why, why the criticisms have been there. No shots on target at all in the last game. In the last two games, I don't think Marius has taken more than a shot and was not on target. So, and I mentioned this last week, right? Um, there's an issue with the white players not getting involved a lot. Not just any white players, though, but like the big, you know, the big white players like Toy Tai Toko Ekambi. I've never seen this tournament. He didn't start the last game. Uh, Marius, um, Salah at the point was quiet before he got injured. So, uh, I just hope they find their rhythm. I really hope they do. So, um, will I back Barres? I think I'll still back him for FPL-wise, FPL-6. Um, there's more sticks for um, Algeria as it stands to qualify. And yeah, Marez could easily come in for money, you know, if I see him. But it will not be on based on form because he's not on form at the moment. But it will just be on based on who needs it more and Marez could... As maybe actually do better in form and help Algeria win the next game against Mauritania. So, going back to my list of prospects, Ismail Asar, Riyad Mahrez, Dango Watara, if he's fit. I've not been hearing news from the Burkina Faso or the Stallions camp whether Watara is ready. But if I see any, I'll share. And Dimitri Lukman is also a good option. He was on, he's on a few set pieces for Nigeria and very strong, very good player for the Super Eagles. So I see him as a good option next week if he doesn't get rotated with probably Bassi or somebody like that. Oh, sorry, probably Chukwezi or Moses Simon. And um, Calvin Bassi is one that I mistakenly mentioned. But yeah, um, six dwells one, one, I think was supposed to be one of the players of the match or the player of the match last game against Cote d'Ivoire. However, um, breaking, getting a start finally he was quite instrumental in back three when Nigeria played against um, Cote d'Ivoire. So I back him to get into my team. Someone mentioned, um, why am I backing Bassi instead of his captain, um, Trust Ekong, because he took the last penalty. So looking at Trust Ekong, I think it's a good option. Um, taking the penalty for Nigeria was important. However, he is not the designated taker. Um, if you are a Nigerian, you will know this by now. Um, Ekong is not a penalty taker for Nigeria. It was just a situation where we needed someone that is misspeaking in Nigeria. We need someone to actually step up. And Usime has a free spirit of giving his penalties away. So he probably left it for Ekong, who took it and smashed it straight down the middle. That was able to get Nigeria the win. So Ekong will not be taking penalties every time. So don't 
use that as a prospect to kick him. However, he is a good defender. He's very good in both ground and area duels. So if you want to get him based on that, please do. Um, other players I'm targeting probably Ziyech, Semenyo of Ghana, Mustafa Mam Mohamed, and one of Bakambo or Wissa. Those are, those are my probable targets for March Day 3. March Day 3. So, questions this week. Questions this week. I've not gotten a lot of questions because I've not... I think the last 24 hours, I just kind of slowed down to take a break and, you know, take care of some personal stuffs. However, if, if I'm to assume I had a question this week, I think the question will be, what kind of wildcard team should I get? Who, when is this the best time to play my, my wildcard? And what kind of wildcard team would I want to have in my team? So I got you guys on that. Um, but first, let's run down into my bookmarks and see if there's any injury updates or um for for or any news at all concerning Afcon. So looking at some some form of news, um Senegal's coach Alio Cis was admitted to the emergency room last night around 10 p.m. after feeling discomfort followed during over Cameroon. Cis is set to is set for further checks according to sources from El Arukabia. So that's some news we have gotten so far. The Senegalese manager is not too well. We hope wishing him speedy recovery um, ahead of the further games to come. Get to us soon, boss. Um, some other news, obviously the one that's making the rounds for a few days, not just in the Afghan fantasy community, but in the FPL community as well. Is Salah being ruled out for having and hamstring injury, someone's is training his hamstring, I guess. And um he's said to miss out on the next two Afcon games. So that means Af um uh many Salah owners who I don't know, 70% of us that had Salah before now, um, we are not going to see him for Magic Three and the round of sixteen game against any of the favorite team where Egypt could face um Egypt could even face Morocco in that round of sixteen. So but he'll be out for that game, so that's just an update in case you didn't know. Now you should know about it. Salah is out for the next two games. Um, still on injury updates. Um, I think there's some news from Algerian camp on injury, and I'll quickly just translate it here. Um, I think Ben Nasser passed the IRM exam, but was found that does not suffer from any complication. Okay. Benassa or Benicia, so I don't know how you guys pronounce it. Benicia is um, out. He missed the game last night, um, a few hours ago because of injury. And um, who else? Still on team news, Tanzanian manager has been sacked. Adel Amroch, Amroche, Amroch has been sacked. Sean came after his ban for eight matches and um, a $10 fine. Ten, I said $10. $10K. Fine, that's a ten thousand dollar fine. Over the comments made about Morocco. Now I don't want to get into the crux of that because it's a it's a fantasy podcast show. But basically, he's made some very weird comments that uh, Morocco's are paying the referees, and everybody knows that the calf is supporting them and stuff like that. And he came out quite rude and very disrespectful to the tournament, and they find him and. You know, gave, gave him an eight match suspension. Same thing applies for um his um his the team that he is coaching. Tanzania Tanzania did not want to back him, and they also um sacked him as well. So Tanzania are without a manager, and they are facing Zambia in the, in a few hours time from now. 
let's see how it turns out new manager bounce i hope not i still have dakar captain to play and yeah so running into our fpl teams finally since i've rolled out the news i have here um look at my current team look at my current team i i don't know what's in my rank currently i think my rank is not being updated yet though okay i'm seeing 696 696 that's my current rank i know many of you listening are in the top 50 rank or so i'm jealous of you guys but um as it stands let me see the app on my phone my laptop is showing 696 but i'm not sure it's updated yet so i'll just i'll see the ranking okay 696 is on the same thing on my phone so i'm currently 696 in the world without my captain played playing yet so fingers crossed we get to probably the top 200 by a few hours after now when the group f games are reeled out later and yeah that's what my team looks like um Unsue was the one that gave as the major person here with 21 points i brought in machine from machine from um Kutura getting got an assist kamori money all returned as well um pretty much blanking some other places and but we hope for the best before the week ends or the game week ends back to our card targets we're almost 20 how many minutes in now almost 20 minutes in i've not spoken on the wild card target so if i was to play my wild card this since this is the like the last match day where we get um two three transfers i wanted to extend and change my team you know take out players that have qualified bringing players that are yet to qualify you know the algerian players the egypt players we can what kind of players would i want to target so wild card targets i mentioned a few that's probably targets before. However, this is what my team will look like on a wild card. And this me this is literally me give you guys an expo of what my team is right now. So take it with a pinch of salt though. I might change a few things, but for now, this is what my team looks like. I have Mamush, Mohammed, Must oh, sorry, Mustafa Mohammed and Mamush up front. Yeah. So basically Mamush and Mustafa Mohammed. I'm going with double Egypt attack. No, because of how important that last game is, they have to get a win and finish second in group B because first place is already taken. They need to finish second and probably get I don't know. Get a draw against run up in group F. Run up whoever finishes second in group B gets to face first second in group F. So that could be either one of Dero Congo or Zambia. I'm assuming Morocco finishes first. So that is how it goes. So I have those two up front. I have Osime still in my front lineup. So I mean, he's not he scored a goal. Okay, I scored a goal, but we need more goals from Osime. So I'm backing him because Nigeria playing the last game against Benin Bissau. Um, Kelechi might come and join him. Probably we'll see more goals in that front line. But for now, I'm keeping Osime up front. Let me feel that I have Wisa, I have Kamori, I have Kudus who came in earlier because of price changes and. Uh, Mares has come in for Sergio Mane because of qualification. I still have my doubts on Mares, but I'm just trusting him because he's sort of one of the major premiums that we have to count on for this week. And Pickel. Pickel is going to be a bench folder for this next week on my wildcard. I still have um new Mohamed El Abd as a four-pointer. Nsue definitely not leaving my team now that he's qualified with his country. You see where he still stays. Calvin Basi comes in because of his instrumental game last time out. Um, Hamari Tarari, very instrumental captain for his for his country. And um, he scored recently in the first one game. So I'm bringing him in based on performances. And Hakimi stays definitely. He's not going anywhere. In goal, I have Nebu and Ofori. 
Richard Ufori because of his saves. Hopefully, Ghana can keep a clean sheet against Mozambique. So this is what my wildcard team is looking like at the moment. So in case you missed it, right, there was a price rise recently. There was a price rise overnight from yesterday. Um, we had Salah's price drop from 12 million to 11.9 million. And now Kudos has moved back to 9.5 million after dropping initially before March Tito started. So those are the price rises so far. We might see more changes on or before the deadline on Monday. So stay tuned for more. I'll be posting on price rises later. So um, what else? I feel like I'm sk- I've not spoken on something. I feel like I've spoken on something. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. By 20 minutes in, I plan to always make this not too long. So you guys can go about your week, go about your day and actually stay to the end of this pod. As I said, I didn't have a lot of questions this week. So I just have to frame a few questions. So if I was to ask myself a question that someone is thinking of, getting a player um i'll still say what are the teams to target what are the teams to target for next week what are the teams to target basically those teams are looking for it so we have nigeria we have cameroon so i'm just picking one by one so for nigeria i'll say osime calvin basi probably i know he starts over osai samuel and uh, one of ademna lukman or Moses Simon, I will go with Lukman. So those are the players that get for these teams that still need to fight. Ivory Coast, um, they don't have a lot of attacking prospects besides their midfielders. So if you still have Fofana or Kessie, and you can skip them if you wish. They will they tend to get more contribution to shots. Um okay, point of the week. Yes, point of the week. That's what I was trying to ask myself. Who's my point of the week? I mentioned Mamush initially, right? So let me add another point. Another point of the week it will be Kakuta of Diaro Congo. I think it's priced at how much now? Should be priced at around 5.5. Kakuta. Yes, Kakuta is priced at 5.5. He had the most shots in the first game for Diaro Congo against okay, one of the most shots. It was between him and Bisa against um Zambia. So Kakuta is one of my points of the week. So just write that down. If he scores, clap for me. They are playing who next in the final game? It's uh, Tanzania. So him and Wisa or Bakambo are the players I want to target in Diaro Congo if I was playing my wildcard. So I've used, I basically answered two questions now. Um, so teams that need it more, Zambia, okay, I'm not sure Zambia will have it easy against Morocco, so I'll examine Zambia. So I'm sticking to Nigeria, Congo, Egypt, Egypt, Mamouche, Mohamed, and um, probably maybe someone in the defense. I'm not sure Neoni has done too well this season, but I will just pick him because his name is like one of the big names in the goalie position. So, and only, um, where else? Some other big nations I'm targeting Ghana. It would be either Richard Ofori or Mohamed Kudus or Semenyon up front. And which other nations am I targeting? Angola, are true. So, I'm not really looking at Angola, but if I wanted someone in Angola, I'll put Nebul in goal against um, Burkina Faso for 4 million. Um, you can get rid of your Cape Verde players that have qualified now. However, you probably could keep um, Baby that scored if you have him in your team. He's got a beautiful free kick against Mozambique if you have him in your team. But you could get rid of all your Cape Verde players that have qualified. There's nothing to fight for at the moment. You could get rid of them. Um, what else will I want to target? Okay, yes, I remember the question that I also wanted to add right now. Um, his name is Lord Emilio Siwe. Scored his first hat trick for his country. First scored the first ever hat trick for um Equatorial Guinea. Oldest man to score an African hat trick, and um, he got the Lord title recently. 
will you start Nsue or bench him or sell him? You know, looking at his hat trick and a defender is playing in the four position. I don't know if I'll sell. However, the question is between starting and benching. Is I think I might actually start him. I think I'm actually starting, but looking at the team I've selected in my wildcard, I intend looking at benching him instead because of, I mean, the other players, they might probably score more on paper, but Unsue as a forward is definitely tip to get, probably get involved with the goals. However, Ivory Coast are hesitant and desperate to do better after the Nigeria loss, so I will ignore starting him for now. Um, which other teams have, not, have I not mentioned to target? Which other teams um, have I not mentioned? Okay, Algeria, I will just go with Bonneja. And maybe Maris. Don't clinch it so far, so I've just ignored the it's no reason, you know, what not in defense. And yeah, those are people those, those are the major teams uh probably want to target each of their players for next week. And I mentioned a few among my top targets. So anyone I missed now, you can just rewind back to that moment. I probably mentioned their names there. Yeah. So I've answered all the questions I think I needed for this but probably um beautiful match day three coming we have a lot of nice features being played at the same time this is a game where all stakes are, are, are high everyone is playing at the same time do not have a kind of advantage so group a games are being played to, uh, tomorrow at 6 pm at the same time west african time same applies for group b games but to be 9 pm that same day um on monday with uh, mozambique facing ghana Cape Verde facing Egypt and all the same fixtures apply. The 6 p.m. 9 p.m. fixtures apply to other groups as well coming up in um, within within Monday and Wednesday. So we'll get to see the draws very soon. I have my predictions on draw. I might have a, an episode for that. But however, if you are still here, thanks for staying tuned. Have a beautiful match the three ahead and mirror arrows be green. Bye for now.